I mean, you're the one that fucking called Clan Venture like original Mountain Dew. Default. Default Mountain Dew. I'm and sorry. guess what? It flipped the fucking. It flipped the ball. It did. And we all know that fucking Blissomber is not Baja Blast. They are code red. I thought you said Venture was code red because they're red flags. I mean, they're both red flags. They're both code red. We've been talking about rich people for way too long. We have. We've got to skip on to that. To the topic of our episode tonight. Hi, and welcome to Blank Bodies, a Vampire the Masquerade V5 podcast. Hell yeah. I'm Hunter, and as always, we're joined by our other hosts. John, that's me. Oh my god, it is you. Hi, I'm <laughs> Sarah. Yes, I am Sarah today. Hello. Today? 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 Only yeah. today? <sighs> Yesterday, was, she was Sarah. Yeah, most of the time, I am, Sarah? hey, you, where's my order? <sighs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or, excuse me. Excuse me. I ordered this excuse five me. minutes ago. Where is it? And I look at their yeah. ticket, and I'm just like, you literally ordered this a minute ago. How did you make it to 40, and you don't know how a fucking line works? I ordered this or time. 10% more foam. Make the whole thing again. Oh, no. Every time that happens, I purposely make the drink slower. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm paid by the hour, motherfucker. When I worked at a coffee shop, I would just decaf people. Yeah. Or blonde roast people. That one really threw him for a loop. I did decaf Mike Pence's wife once. That was, that, that was a good day. Hell yeah. I like it. Oh, also the lore bot. We do have James. the lore bot. Hey, sorry. Yeah, we're talking about Anarchs. We're at the, the, the end oh. of our uh, crash courses and the major sexts. Sex? Sexting. Sects. We are almost done sexting. Hey. Sects. Yes. Oh. So we're covering uh, the Anarchs. The sect that nobody liked until now. Well, let's, <laughs> let's be real. It was kind of weird because, as I said, the LARP scene... Everybody was trending towards that for years. But they were like, nah, Anarch's better. And I'm like, did the LARP scene? Were they? Yeah, they did. Okay. I I didn't LARP much. I freaked the hell out when I was like, okay, cool. I'm just going to make this Nosferatu Camarilla character. I'm going to come on in. I go to Elysium and it's like, cool. All of the the Camarilla here. And it's just like, and there are 10 Anarchs. And it's just like. What's the trash doing here? It's like, well, there's a new edict that says that we must respect Anarchs like they're our own. And I'm like, so wait, they get all the benefits of being in the cam, but none of the punishment? Yes. I'm like, get the pores out. I mean, that's how it was for centuries until uh, V5, and now the pores are out, and they're not going to take it. They're out and proud. They're not going to take it. Hey. They're, they are not going to take that. So uh, that's that's the big one of the big changes in the V5 is the Anarchs are their own fucking thing now and have an identity and they took their skateboards to the park because I don't need you, Dad. Hey, yeah, yeah, do a kickflip. I like you guys are oiling up for the Anarch episode. Oh, yeah, I'm ready to go wrist deep. Yeah, we're, uh, this is an audio <laughs> medium, so they can't see that I just put like a little scented body oil on. Is it the Nong Champa? Mm, me too, yeah. Uh, I like to rub it on my jacket. Because then when I give people hugs and I'm wearing my jacket, mm-hmm. it smells like Nong Champa. And then you get to mark your territory because then they smell like dirty hippies too. <laughs> Wait. I do like to do that. How much sage is in that? There I, should be none. Yeah. yeah you said not, it smelled like dirty hippie. There's it's Nong Champa. It's got to be sage, too. Nah, patchouli, bitch. Mm. Yeah. Nong and patchouli are the hippie smells. They, mm-hmm. You combine them together and they smell like fuck dirt. 
Yeah. <laughs> Fuck dirt. Yeah, no, sage is either by people that are doing like clothes practices that actually know what they're doing, or like TikTok witches that are just appropriative assholes that don't understand things because they read a Wicca book once and think they understand. Remember all the olds that are in here from the old world of darkness? TikTok witches are the modern day Wiccans. I once made a YouTube video on how to get rid of chemtrails using sage burnings. Yeah, how'd nice. that go? As I, long as it wasn't white sage, because like that's endangered. And I like, got maybe don't. I got demonetized, and there's a big <laughs> banner on all my YouTube videos on that old account that's like this channel might share misinformation, which is weird because it's mostly like poorly made music videos I made mm-hmm. as a joke with my friends, and they're like this video may contain misinformation about. And like links to the Wikipedia page on chemtrails. Hilarious. I love this. Chemtrails on the music video. I'm glad that they like sequestered your ass, but not anybody that's actually selling bad information like the Bleach Church. Oh my god, with that dude with the hat with yeah. the like turquoise on yeah. it. Oh man. Where's the fucking hat? Yep. That dude's Where's definitely an anarch. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so the the good news, bad news on the anarchs as a sect is because they are uncorked, unchained, unhinged from the Camarilla, you can kind of do whatever the fuck you want with them within a couple of bounds. But that's also a narrative problem where it's like, what are the Anarchs like? And I'm like, I don't know, you write it. Depends where you go. Yeah. Really depends what's going on in your city. They could be anything. In Indiana, they're probably all libertarians. Oh, God. Mm. Well, I mean, Indianapolis is canonically a satite city, so... And really? there's, yeah, and there's a lot of, well, it kind of makes sense because, you know, there's so many fucking churches here and mm. they they tend to integrate with in religious uh, themings and we're going to ignore the overtones of Jim Jones and that and move on. Uh- <laughs> Was Jim Jones a satire? Uh, he might have been a ghoul, maybe. I don't know. I don't want to throw him into things because <laughs> he was a bad man that appropriated a good cause for his own ego. That's right. It's very upsetting to be like, Jim Jones, the first guy to do an interracial adoption, also did many womp, bad womp, things. Yeah. I know. Yeah, with the Anarchs being what they are, you can run the gambit of basically just being like the Camarilla kinda to the Sabbat with some fucking morals and everything in between all of that. The yeah. rose-tinted Sabbat that everybody remembers? Yeah, you like, yeah, you'd just be spicy Anarchs. Mm-hmm. Honestly, yeah, if you miss the old Sabbat and aren't a fan of what current sabbat is i would definitely just make all those dudes like oh we went to the anarchs because we're not total chaos fuck demons i'm actually amazed (laughs) that they didn't bring that up because it seems like they did oh they did yeah it's canonical in the anarch book because yeah if you reread the anarch book which i did for this they they already like pre-set up the anarchs to take the uh the Sabbat who were like, we were just here to kill the antediluvians. Yeah. Not make arts and crafts with baby corpses. Yeah, we were here to eat elders and take names, not like uh, reenact experiments from like concentration camps. Yeah. What section was that in? Because I've read, I've read, I've read it all when I bought it. Yeah. And that was years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the very first section, if you read it, understanding... Like, especially in the context now of having the Sabbat book drop. Uh, okay. the, literally the very first section of the Anarch book, you're reading it going, oh, this is definitely coming from a somebody who came from that background's perspective. And there's also Agata uh, in it. She's, like, just very open about, yeah, you should just eat your elders because fuck them. And there's a section on the Church of Cain and there's a section on the Dark Mother. Yeah, I knew about the Church of Cain mm. segment. Yeah. Um. So it exists. It's there. 
you can run it if you want. There's nothing stopping you. Yeah, that's uh, that's a way cooler way to run that. But again, uh, that episode is now in the past. Yeah. I, I'd still say, really, if you want to hardline into that, just abduct. Uh, if you really want to hardline run that, just uh, adopt the code of Milan. Yeah, like you could just use those codes, and it's yeah. fine. Like it's they're decent rules as long as you don't get too fascisty. Yeah, but uh, uh, there is a quote. Does anybody want to read the quote? No one holds command over me. No man, no god, no prince. What is a claim of age for ones who are immortal? What is a claim of power for ones who defy death? Call your damnable hunt. We'll see who I drag screaming to hell with me. That's from the back cover of the first edition of Vampire the Masquerade. Cool. Yeah. Metal to shit, right? Yeah. 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 So... God, I spent so much time researching. The best way to kind of break down the Anarchs now into a succinct elevator pitch is the Anarchs are an umbrella sect that believes that power cannot be held exclusively by the elders and seek to achieve this objective through various means and philosophies. Yeah, so they're basically just anyone who's like, I'm not a Democrat or a Republican. Yeah, they're just like, well, I don't I don't like the Camarilla hierarchy thing because that's bullshit. But the other side is like, oh, no, I also, but I, like, I have some morals. You, you don't have to have many, but it's like, oh, I like communication skills. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I don't want to subscribe to a sect where it's like. Yeah, you're just like, I don't want to scare the hoes. <laughs> you need at least baseline, like, I respect at least my own body autonomy and to be like, okay, maybe not that one. <laughs> yeah. So, eh. Anarchs. Anarchs. Good way to cover that. So, fun thing we're going to get into is. What is anarchy? <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Oh, we're going to get in so much trouble. Uh, uh, cue the crass sound bite. Uh, <laughs> right? I mean, if you want to stick that in here, man. For those who are not initiated into uh, anarchy philosoph- anarchic philosophies, uh... Anarchy generally, anarchism is generally a very broad umbrella topic that covers a lot of different uh, topics. And a lot of people generally have this very skewed view of anarchy where it's like, you know, the Joker from the movie Joker or like the Purge series or Mad Max where they're just like, ah, yeah, anarchy is just running around and shooting things and wearing leather and just being an asshat. I was about to say, I think Mad Max might be more accurate than any of those, because there's at least, like, a power structure with most of them. Uh, most of those gangs do have a weird power structure. Yeah. It's there. Or in the combination Joker makeup and guy's fox mask. You know? <laughs> it's just, it's like, so do, do you just wear the guy fox mask, and then you put the lipstick on? And, like, pull it up to the ears? I suppose you could, or somebody rips off your guy fox mask, and then there's joke of makeup joke underneath. Makeup. I guarantee you there's a TikTok video somewhere of some guy <sighs> with, like, new metal playing in the background. It's just like, remember, remember the day I got this smile. Oh, oh yeah, I could, I could see and that. It's just, like, new metal happening. <sighs> oh, God, I'm so upset. Or just, like, he's not in, good oh. ministry. He's wearing, like, a purple suit his mom made him. <sighs> I'm the Joker, baby! And I'm like... <laughs> 
Oh, but that guy's delightful. And I think the Joker baby is like mm. in the top four all-time Jokers. It, it is real good. <laughs> Nothing's ever going to beat Cesar Romero and his mm-hmm. just like, I'm not shaving. Yeah, Face paint, paint over. over the mustache. <laughs> but Have you yeah. seen Gotham's Joker? Because that kid slays. I, I have not. Mm. I've, I've not had time for TV. He's so good. And I love how he started out shit and he got real good. Because it was like, what are you doing? Just do a really shitty Heath Ledger impression. He was like, okay. I need to go back to what Sarah said. What? Hell yeah. Smash your TV. Half the 90s changeling books. Fuck the video box. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch that. No, um, I'm just like, oh God, between day job, my health problems, writing scripts for this, and doing online college and stream games and everything else I'm doing, I'm just like, uh, I don't have time. Do you need more sticks of RAM? N- no. I, I I need money. Money! You know. Because we live in a capitalist hellscape. But, yeah. Uh, Thanks. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks syndicate or- overlords. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, a lot of people, when they hear anarchy, they tend to think of it as, like, you know, shitty teenagers, like, spray painting on a brick building and just, you know, sniffing glue or whatever the fuck. Um, if you really get into anarchist uh, theory, the core of it is essentially... Power should be dismantled and eliminated whenever possible. 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 I like passable. Passable. Whenever passable. Whenever possible. Whenever possible. Possible. Whenever lunchable. Oh no, you're going to summon the Giovanni. (laughs) And action needs to be taken to achieve these goals. That That is the crux of all anarchist theory, depending on which school of anarchist theory you're going through. It's going to change how you go about it most anarchists tend to focus on the power of the state and they want to dismantle the you know power of the state in various means but this can also go into uh feminism sex theory economics environment labor rights so on and so forth um if anybody is interested in like further intros like anarchism sounds interesting because i also don't like being abused by power structures uh Anarchism and Other Essays by Emma Goldman's a good place to start. You can get that bitch for free for streaming. It is a good time. Um, Also, a thing that folks kind of need to pay attention to is a lot of anarchists, when they're actually putting their theories into physical actual practice, it's called praxis or direct action. So, you know, it's like a lot of the DIY punk stuff where people are just like, well, hey, we think it's shitty that these venues are charging bands to play there and like all sorts of cover fees and just like fuck it we're gonna run shows in our basement yeah or so instead of saying thoughts and prayers they do some shit yeah that's generally how it goes so that's where you get like a lot of anarchists if they're like oh hey we think that it's shitty that this neighborhood has a food desert they'll just start a community garden in a plot of land nobody's using um like occupy wall street was initially like a big anarchist Praxis thing. Um, Encouraging until, unions. Yeah. That's until. been a very big thing lately. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't been keeping up, I know Paizo, the makers of Pathfinder, yeah. just unionized. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. I was very excited. It was good. Uh, Half Price Books has started to unionize. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. Dang. At least cool. Minnesota is now unionized, it looks like. Yeah. So it'll probably That's keep killer. happening. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just wanted to throw in uh, if the. Uh, definition for anarchy is a little too vague uh there's the quote i can give you from uh emma goldman in uh, anarchism and other essays 
Anarchism, the philosophy of a new social order based on liberty unrestricted by man-made law. The theory that all forms of government rest on violence and therefore wrong and harmful as well as unnecessary. Remember, yeah. kids, <laughs> laws are just a promise of violence created by the state. <laughs> it's not wrong. God damn it, Dimension 20. Ugh, fucking Brendan Lee Mulligan. Jesus Christ. You fell in love with that series. That you showed, showed you me that. that clip. That's how you sold me on watching fucking Fantasy High. Is these this fucking family of halflings that are just anarchist postmen? What? Yeah, they work for the post office, and then... they're just cheery halflings that they just bumped into, and then it's like surprise, they're anarchist socialists. Mm-hmm. I mean, who's a mailman who's got firebombs? Yeah, just like, we're going to break these teenagers out of jail because fuck the police. His exact words nice. are, hey, kids, you want to get out of jail? Yeah? All right. Time to roast some pigs. And he, like, pulls down a face mask, and we're just like, what the fuck? Hell yeah. Get it, little guy. Get yeah. it. I will always support Dimension 20. Yeah. So if you're wanting to do an anarchy and you're like, yeah, I should dismantle power because that sounds oppressive and unnecessary. What the fuck is a power? Uh, we went over that in one of our early episodes. Uh, mm. They're like, there's things like obfuscate and. Oh, no, no, no. Those the discipline powers. This is like, what <laughs> is <laughs> power as a concept? Uh, strap in, guys. Uh, we're getting a little bit of philosophy. Just a little bit. Nothing, nothing too crazy. God damn it. What? You're, you're going to learn something, slut. I've read the script already. I learned it. Yeah, well, the audience ha- can't read it because this is an audio medium. This is our job. No. This, there is, this will lead to uh, vampire things in a second. That's kind of how most of our episodes go. Yeah. Real about it. Where it's like, yeah, a lot of our episodes are like, hey, cool vampire thing. Here's some extra stuff you can throw into the game. And then <laughs> we're going to learn you, listeners. You're going to learn a little bit. So anyway, so. tell me about cool superpowers. Yeah, so power. Uh, any social, societal sense, power basically is the ability to change another person's ability to act or make a choice. So in terms of ETM, this would be like if the prince uh, gave a decree to allow Thin Bloods into Elysium and give them the rights as full vampires, that's expanding their ability to function and giving them more power. Nice. Um, on the reverse of that, the uh, Primogen Council, or the uh, Primogen could uh, command that all of the members of their family or their clan uh, can't work with any other clan. That would be limiting their power and their ability to act. A dick move. Yeah, generally. <laughs> and uh, power is achieved through violence. Hey. Yet again, why were the gang girl and the Bruja? In the cam for so long. Yeah. Clan of violence. violence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, most people, when they hear the word violence, think of, you know, punching, stabbing, shooting, you know. Thrash for, metal. Thrash metal. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, freaking like a clockwork orange. Irish uh, the ultra violence. Doom. <laughs> yeah. I do love Doom. That's a good game. I like to visit violence on demons. Yeah. Uh, I, I kind of refer to this as violent classic. Is yeah, most people tend to think of violence as just the uh, a force of bodily harm against another person, usually in an aggressive form. That's not all that violence is. Mm-mm. No, no, no. Uh, violence, when you d- d- try to sum it down to its barest bones, is uh, 
uh, the total or partial removal of another person's choice through force. And so even like the act of handcuffing someone or putting them in the back of a locked car is a form of violence. Yeah, that yeah, that'd be physical violence where you're physically keeping somebody from making choices and acting on their own. Well, you're restraining them. You're not like physically like, no, no, I'm beating this. No, 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 that is physical violence. You are physically stopping their body from being able to move as they will. Other examples would be like ticketing or fines because you are taking away their power to survive because they kind of survive on money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's kind of more like a systemic violence, but yes. So it would be more t- making the rules that lead to tickets or fines would yeah. be. So like I'm making it illegal to walk north on the right side of the road mm-hmm. or you get a ticket. So yeah, that's a form of violence. Yes, that's more what you're getting. at. Okay. Yeah, that that is part of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're. Yeah. So we've a lot of us are very uh, understanding of physical violence in the forms of hey, uh, you're going to go to a jail or get shot or stabbed or, you know, you're getting pushed out of a bar for being an asshole. Like, those are, or you talk shit to somebody and then they come over and punch you in the face. Those of us with steel muscles are very much aware of that. Uh, And there's also um, symbolic violence, which is uh, using language to force people to, uh, forcing people to basically have their agency removed. So, yeah, there's ways you can use language to um, limit people's ability to function in society. ACAB. Yeah, well, this is like a, a prominent thing that's been in the discourse is a lot of the way people refer to trans people. And by denying them their ability to be recognized as fully humans in society, that does limit their agency and ability to function in society, which is why, you know, transphobia is a form of symbolic violence. Oh, you're talking about the people that still cling to saying the word tranny. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, there's certain groups of people where that is comfortable because they're from an older generation yeah, and exactly. that doesn't have negative connotations. But using language in a way that strips humanity from other people limits their ability to function within that society. Mm-hmm. I, I would go more along with like the faux intellectual internet discourse man kind uh, of yeah. person who... Kind of like your Ben S kind of people or your, you know, the they will respond to an argument not with the actual direct response to what's being said to them, but instead they'll correct their grammar mm-hmm. or make a oh, like attacks. they'll make a yeah. side argument that def- to defeat their argument by like setting the rules afterwards mm-hmm. of the discourse to change it so what they said is no longer yeah. sensical. Yeah, and if you want to frame it in the framework of VTM, it's classic example of this is the way that the different clans are stereotyped really limits certain clans and players' abilities to act within a society. Malkavians. Yeah, wow, so everyone's super obvious. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, everyone's just like, oh, the Malkavians are crazy. You can't trust them with like important tasks. Da da da. And it's like no more. There's plenty of Malkavians that are probably more than capable of running a lot of important things, but people won't fucking let them do it. That's always the weird thing, because I never ran people worrying about Malkavians as, oh, we can't trust them. I'd just be like, look at them like they're a bomb. Yeah, or, you know, like people not trusting the Nosferatu because, you know, they're physically ugly as well as, you know, they... Oh, they're shady. 
yeah, like oh, they're shit. You can't trust them. They're, um, they're keeping everybody secret. Yeah, oh, they're gutter rats. Yeah, they're gonna tell your secret. Don't tell anybody. Well. Or don't tell them specifically. Are Nosferatu potentially a Jewish racism? Uh, what? That's no. This is an actual question. Could can be cut, but yes, <clears throat> they are secretive. They're supposedly not to be trusted, and they're very insular. That that's just a. Uh, Those are three stereotypes that get thrown at groups. any group, yeah. minority group. Yeah. Although I I have heard that there are certain. Um, yeah, you can totally cut that, but that was a that was amusing. Like, did they mm-hmm. racially fucking code them? No. Um, I will say there are like old folklore things coding mm-hmm. Jewish people and vampirism, but uh, I wouldn't put that in Nosferatu specifically. specifically. Yeah. Systemic violence is the uh, subtle forces that enforce rules of domination and exploitation within systems, as well as threats of and actual use of physical violence. A. We're not going to dig into that too much right now because uh, we we are not educated enough, nor have the time. But uh, you're probably educated enough. I, I don't know about yeah the rest of us. Yeah, no. Yeah. I read tried to read Capital once and I fell asleep because I got too high. Uh, I. I, I, I'm over here just like, no, 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 I read Slovak Zizak just for funsies. Because I hate myself. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so examples for this in VTM terms is, like, literally the hierarchy of the Camarilla. Because mm-hmm. uh, you not only have the actual, you know, the inner circle and the just cars and the princes and all of that. There's also just the natural order of things with the... Uh, you know, oh, of course, certain people are in charge because that's just the way it should be. Like, if it wasn't supposed to be this way, why would I have all the money and the power? Gross. Yeah, it's super gross. It's not It's not good. It's bad times. But, you know, there's also, you know, not only does that kind of thought process, like, prohibit a lot of neonates from rising up and doing things and acting the way that they choose, there's also the issues of the high clans and the low clans. So, you know. Certain clans are just like, ah, yes, they're naturally the leaders and they're the ones that should be in charge of things. And other ones were just like, ah, go back to the basement. We don't like you. And that's actually really way if you... That's actually a really good way if you're trying to create a new city um, for your chronicle. Um, you can... This is all D&D trick, but you take one of like the D&D races and you flip it. The old R elves work differently trope. But you can do it with one of the, you know, clans, one or two of the clans. Like, what if you have a city where, I don't know, the Ventru real fucked up and a lot of them fucked off and became like Anarchs. Everyone thing else kind of works normal. But for some reason, there's a lot of Ventru just like, no, we're done with it. Yeah. Yeah, We're done. Now the Nosis are in charge. Yeah. Oh, no. That could be fun. As somebody who's run a cam city with the Nosis in charge, it is. Yeah. You know, there's the, the, the canonical version of this where uh, the Tremere in Chicago by Night are not allowed in Elysium. So, you know, if you're being a Tremere in that city, it's kind of hard to politic and function and get things done because, like, the main, the main meeting place everybody goes to, you can't fucking go to. So that really limits your ability to act within the system of the Camarilla. I mean, they keep the trash out. Mm-hmm. Look, I know, the tre- I know the Tremere are fucked up. But again, I will defend the fact that their internal, like, actual in-clan lore is highly fucking interesting. Oh, no, it's real good. It's yeah. still a it's still a raccoon mage. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Just a I little mean, trash panda that needs to know its place in the dumpster outside. Look, I'll, I'll take the trash panda over most, you know, fucking quote unquote alpha male clans. But moving on. I thought raccoon mages were called druids. Which would be closer to Gangrel. So, yeah. But they don't. They well, there was really the, the. Well, no, no, no. There was the Leonin back in the uh, Dark Ages, which I fucking love playing, where it's like, do you want to make a wicker man? I'm like, yes, I do. I do. I want it. <laughs> yes, please. Now I'm just sitting here thinking of a gang girl just like holding a raccoon, just like, prime the raccoon, shake it, throw. I mean, you could just do that with your Bon Familius. Yeah, no. If, you if you're ready to just get sprayed with a lot of old lore words, mm-hmm. uh, the werewolves and the gangrel did hang out with the dream speakers, so. Yeah. yeah. But another form of systemic violence is the way that the uh, Sabbat handle, like, their basically internal cultist nature. It is literally an infusement of violence within the system itself because, you know, there's the initiation process of shovel heading. There is all of the uh, rites and rituals that they do now, where the whole point of it is to strip your humanity and your individuality to make you an agent of violence for the system that like perpetuates itself. Yeah, and the Sabbat actually make fun of anybody that doesn't go through those rituals mm-hmm. because the necronomists say that a lot of times their progeny, they, uh, they embrace them in the traditional way and... Most people make yeah. fun of those bastards. Like your your ability to maintain and hold power in the Sabbat is directly tied to your ability to impose your violence on other people. Mm-hmm. So. Yay! You want the most alpha male fucking sect? Ugh. Toxic masculinity in reality. Sad boy. But yeah, if you're, uh, if you're looking for a little bit more uh, information on... Uh, violence for this kind of things. I recommend What is Violence from uh, PBS Idea Channel on YouTube. It's a good little video. Also, I would like to state for the fact, remember, we started this podcast out as I was the pro Sabat guy. When you learn things, you can change your opinion, folks. Yeah. Also, a little quote here. Yeah. Um, it's not always about doing stuff. Um, sometimes doing nothing... Is the most violent thing to do. That's, <laughs> that's a little Slavov Zizek quote for you. Pure ideology. <laughs> so I couldn't help oh, myself. Oh, no. I. Oh, God. I don't agree with everything he says, but he's got some really good points. And that man is a fucking meme magician. Uh-huh. <laughs> just, mm-hmm. just fucking just dirty trash can hot dogs. Like, mm. oh, it's so good. But yeah, why the fuck does this matter for your vampire game? Because vampire is largely about politics. Yay! And politics is completely interwoven and driven by violence. You know, that, for some reason there for a moment, really felt like the, uh, she's a witch, may we burn her? Well, how do you know she is a witch? And they went through the whole thing, and all the villagers kind of stumbled through, um... Because she's made of wood. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Monty Python. Yeah. It just reminded me of that scene for some reason. We must find out if she weighs the same as a goose. If she does, she's a witch. Yeah, that's actually a prime example of the power of the state enacting violence on the citizenry to maintain complacency. Yay! Mm. Ah, an uppity woman has learned math. Clearly, she's a witch. She must be burned. Well, it was back in the day, it was actually really good evidence about the fact that uh, the witch burnings were a 
uh, force of trying to push women into a home caring role solely to maintain the beginning uh, framework for capitalism. But that is a whole other discussion. And some bread germs. And some bread germs. That's true. That's bread fungi. Yeah. Yeah. It's funky fungi. (sighs) Funky fungi. Bread. But yeah. Uh, yeah, having a at least base understanding of how uh, violence and power works is good when you're a storyteller so that you're able to actually build the machinations of your city and understand, ah, if this person is in charge, this is the rules they're making and this is how they're enforcing it and this is who's doing it. And it allows you to build a city that feels more tangible and grounded and gives players something to be like, ah, okay, I understand this person's doing a thing and they're over here doing this. You have to have a moving system of wants and needs and goals for many people in a city. Otherwise, it does get to the, I think, the joke trip of what a lot of people thought vampire lipes were, which is like a lot of people like being snooty and like gothic clothing. Yeah, you can be snooty and gothic clothing, but also, you know, be doing fucking money moves. Yeah, no, no. I'm just saying there has to be some form of po- of politicking. To make your city feel like, oh, I'm actually like interacting with a real uh-huh. world here. Yeah. There are things going on behind yeah. the scenes. And then you as a player, uh, knowing, understanding these like very base framework things allows you to be like, ah, okay, this is the character I have. This is where I fit in the narrative. And these are the tools I can use to affect things around me. Yeah, I think some of the most interesting stories you players can have, especially if they're not on the top of the heap is when something happens to them that they take as like targeted or as uh, something that's going against them. And when they start getting into the politics of it and they start digging into this mystery of what's going on and um, why someone has trespassed against them in whatever way that's happened, they realize like, oh, this has nothing to do with them. You were just in the way of a much larger political scheme. Mm -hmm. And you can choose to fuck it up or be like, give pay me and I will continue your scheme or, you know, there's a lot of good stories from that. Understanding where these balance points are and how they interact with each other allows you a framework to write a story. And sometimes if you're having a fucking uh, writer's block, like I get sometimes with games where you, cause you all just do something fucking wild. And then I'm sitting there going, fuck, what do I do with this? Holy shit. Then I go, okay, look at the NPCs that are involved, understand what their general goals are. And you can kind of, steer things in a direction based on that so mm-hmm. we're a bad party for that too uh, we all have very different goals it's fine that you guys all have different goals that the you all are able to at least work together enough to <laughs> that we haven't killed each other yet yeah and that's really all you need for a coterie honestly that's fair yeah and it's just disgruntled co-workers. <laughs> and if you become friends over time, that's cool. And if not, that is also okay. I will say that's one thing that I really miss about Gideon is the fact mm-hmm. that there was like a, it felt like there was like a weird, like, I don't want to like you, but I kind of like you toward Ellis. Mm-hmm. And it was reciprocated. Yeah. Then, what I would say. Yeah. Just begrudging was, like. Mm. Yeah. Like, you're my friend, but you suck. <laughs> you're my friend. You also suck. Yeah. <laughs> See you tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. We'll hang out later. So, how does one be an anarch? Ooh, so, okay, so check it out. I used to work at a place, a retail store that is the opposite of a cold digression. Okay. Yeah. um, 
I got it. I, I got it. Okay. I've, I too have also worked for that company. So like, I, I understand. I okay, literally cool. just made my brain like tick a like one step too long to audibly like <laughs> take it. Just like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The so, listeners who get that though, I just do, do we give them a cookie point? Yeah, you get yeah. a cookie point. Sweet. Um, so, so go on about your cold digression. When I you was get working some hot there, cash if you get enough cookie points. It's true. So, <laughs> so for some reason, um, I liked this manager. She was hilarious. But every time we'd take out the trash at the end of the night, there, there's this traffic cone that was one of those real big tall ones, and it was next to the uh, the dumpster. And for some reason, every single night, she'd walk past it and she'd kick it over. And she'd throw the trash in the trash can and she'd raise her hands and she'd scream, Anarchy! And then no. she'd walk away. I think that's how you become an anarch. I mean, that's, that's kind of one way to do it, <laughs> I suppose. We always tend to believe those with power and distrust those without power. If you're a young vampire, try to keep this impulse in check. Power is never on your side. That's from Anarch, the book, page 12. It's a quote from Rudy. Rudy. Yeah. Rudy Tootie. He can't oh, fail. Rudy. What it does is make the Camarilla more dangerous. The privileged elite always bears its fangs when in danger of having its advantage taken away. Yeah. So, uh... Same book, page 34. Yeah! So, uh... Double this, the page. This is where things get a little messy, and at least our presentation of the Crash Course little series is there's not really a right way to run an Anarch game. Uh, the kind of, all right. So basically, as long as your game, uh, disavows the hierarchy of the Camarilla, but also tries to maintain the humanity that the Sabbat lacks, you can call it an Anarch Chronicle. Uh-huh. As long cool. as you're in between these two. Yeah. And if you actually read the Anarch Guide, which apparently a lot of people don't, I find that funny that they've just complained about this book. I'm like, guys, there's so much shit in here that is great. It's so fucking good. But yeah, the book offers some pre-written options for you guys to run with for your chronicles, including traveling circuses, kink couples, American style libertarian frat bros, which is the funniest part of the fucking book to me. One of my favorites. It's I actually so had. Funny. We'll talk about that more on later episode. No. But I had to tie them into my character. They're so dumb <laughs> and good. So dumb. It's so just the minutes of their meeting is so fucking funny. I'm just hearing that when you guys say that all the Indiana vampires are libertarians, I just want to go into somebody's haven with a metal detector and just go like, ah, there's their Barry Gold. Yeah, no jokes. No jokes. Fucking oh yeah, but yeah, you also get like leftist revolutionaries, you get gangland hazing rights. Uh, you get party culture, you get religious sermons, there's uh, internet hacker groups, uh, you get mega wealthy luxury bunkers, and there's more. There's so <laughs> much there's more. more. So it's just, it's the, it's the uh, freedom and the shackles of you have all the options. It, it's go. Li- it's literally any group that is in any way opposed to the Camarilla, but is not as crazy dogmatic as the Sabbat. Yeah. That I will give the slight note of, I know there are people that are just like, well, the Hakata is their own thing. And it's like, yeah, you're not wrong. The Camry is not going to look at it that way. Yeah, they don't. The Camry doesn't care. There are several clans that can be like, we are a Tarkis. But then they're like, if you're not choosing my side, you're clearly this side. Yeah. Because you haven't attempted to burn the city down immediately. So, Anarch. Yeah. Which... We do have plans to talk about stuff later. We'll talk about the end of the episode. But, yeah. 
uh, and to reiterate, those of you who miss the uh, the fun of the old world Sabat, where you're, you know, the edgy uh, anti-hero freedom fighters for the the sake of Kane and all of vampire kind, or crazy demon hunters, just your parents, yeah, yeah, just adopt the code of Milan. And don't kill everyone. Well, you don't even have to adopt the Code of Milan. You could look at, like, the uh, the path of, like, honorable chivalry or whatever that one mm. was. Just pull, chronic- or pull Chronicle or, like, personal convictions from that mm. and go. Yeah, just run Anarchs. That's their... Just be spicy Anarchs. Yeah, Anarchs with a mission. You know, something that's not mm. very common. <laughs> yeah, right? Some do, some don't. Some just want to get high as fuck, and that's their whole shtick. They're like, I just want to be alone in my haven and get fucking stoned on drug blood. Cool. And that's fine. And this is the For the rest why- of time. Yeah. And this is the reason why the heathens, the cult of the ecstasy, love them. Yeah. But yeah, and then there's, you know, the, the Settites doing their ministry thing where they're proselytizing different uh, religious philosophies. Um, but it's canonical in the Anarch book. There's Sabbat-esque shit in there, and you can run it, and there's nothing stopping you. But there's also now the Storyteller's Vault with all of the stuff that you can run from that. There's also that option if you want for V5. Go forth. Go forth and have fun. Yes, have fun. Write good stories. I, I think the stuff in the Storyteller's Vault book is cool. But personally, I like better the fractioning of the Sabbat into mm-hmm. unwittingly members of the Anarch because the cam has locked things down so hard that the like minor levels of like humanity and morality Sabbat have had to like essentially been forced to become Anarchs and be like, well, we're not the raving madmen and we're not. We're definitely like, not like sucking up to Daddy Big Cock over there. We're still we're still pretty much hard line on the eat the rich, mm-hmm. but turns yeah. out most anarchs aren't rich either, so it works out. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, and there's perfectly canonical. Be like, yeah, no, if you want to diabolize your fucking elders for various reasons, go for it. That you can do that as an anarch. There's literally nothing stopping you, other than the elder. Well, I mean, fucking. No, yeah, I know. I'm just saying. I'm yeah. just like, you still gotta go to that goal. Yeah, no, if you want You got a bunch of little guys, you can eat a big guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, that's how, like that's how the Anarch Revolt started. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Just like a somber being like, what if we all ganged up and killed dad? Yeah, and if everybody wants to eat daddy, that's fine. You can find all kinds of videos of that. Or mommy. Online. I guess if, because elders can be women too sometimes. Let's be real. I mean, the gender. Sometimes mommy yeah. is a snack. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. be real. Or a whole meal. Oh, a gender, whole damn meal. <laughs> gender Dang. is a is a Oof, foreign Christ. concept to Zemitsi. That's true. Yeah, who knows? But yeah, that's crash course of the sex. Has anybody got thoughts on uh, like your favorites, pluses, minuses? I love the, a lot of the stuff in the Anarch book. I have some blank spaces, but I've been rereading it. Uh, lately and there's so much in that book that people like kind of seem to have glossed over like there's stuff about Gehenna and the end of the world just kind of thrown in there um and it seems like the tower is just ignoring it and that could be an insanely interesting start to a chronicle series where it's just the people with no power just Watching everything shit the bed. I wonder what that would be like. I have no idea what that's like. Watching the institutions around me crumble and everybody just 
for some reason not understand how fucking uh, bleach works. I'm sad now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Circling back on to the non-sad point, what are you telling me, Hunter, that we can just start a campaign up like the meme image of somebody pointing off in the distance, oh, facing the red star? Yeah. Just the the Anarchs going... The Anarchs facing Kane, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Fuck. Well, we're gonna... (laughs) You need to make that meme, please, Hunter. Yeah, yes. That, yeah, that yeah, one exactly. Post that well, everywhere. I, we haven't done that episode yet. It's going to be a deep and mm. weird fucking episode. The stars not Kane. Eh. It's going to be real weird. Yeah, that's and, and okay. Don't don't so jerk it. It'll be fine. But yeah, so uh, just, I, I'm honest about the fact that I was like, no, Anarch's been my favorite sex. It was been my favorite sex since Old World. But I, I, I can't. It's it's hanging. <laughs> the red star is in every single. Mm-hmm. Every single one. Yeah, we'll get to it of soon. the World of Darkness soon. properties. Get hinted is simpler because yeah. it's in Werewolf, Mage, Wraith. Yeah. Well, speaking of things we're going to be covering in the soonish future, we are doing a we're not only we're doing a a deep dive into the Gehenna shit. I know we're planning on covering a couple of the other sects as a crash course with the Ashira and the Akata, and I think we're planning deeper dives on the three that we just covered. Yeah, we'll do those. Uh, down the line uh mm-hmm. we're gonna also gonna start doing some deep dives soon uh in specific clans mm-hmm. yeah i know we finished the poll the poll will be finished up by the time this episode airs yes but uh watching that on the twitter has been very entertaining uh, default mountain dew got real spicy but uh i do want to actually go back yes um a little bit more on topic yeah um I think if I was going to start an Anarch game now, mm-hmm. I think it'd be really interesting to run it where you had a group that had more like libertarian values and a group that had, I don't know, like even like Green Party style like ideals. I mean, we could do fucking full on anarcho syndicalists. Yeah, but they're both under direct attack from the tower mm-hmm. and they're forced to work together. Oh my and god. And so the that's like the whole the whole story is like a bunch of weird like So you're just running vampire odd couple? Kind of. With more a lot more violence. With violence, yeah. Mm. I mean, there's a lot from what we learned earlier, there's a lot of violence on the odd couple. It does not all have to be physical. <laughs> Mm-mm. There's definitely some terroristic plots going on there. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even get into stochastic terrorism. I don't even know what that word you said is. Oh, that's uh, we'll get into that. That's a future episode. <laughs> Anarch part two. Uh... Sarah explains bigger words to me. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Sarah makes <sighs> Hunter brain good. <laughs> oh no. That no. But I think that one right there is a really good that was a fun spice one. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say, as we I'm, were talking about. I'm beginning to wonder why our party is in the Camarilla. I Just mean, saying. I feel like none of us actually, well. Alec doesn't give a fuck. No, Alec doesn't. No, not at all. There's only um, one of them that's technically Not the even cam. him is. Well, not like even Ellis. Ellis is super cam. I mean, he Ellis. Ellis is like one of those libertarians who votes Republican just because it's easy. Yeah. He, he's like one of the, he's he's like a uh, Ron Paul. Yeah, and then Hatim is like he kind of only gives a shit because his sire's like, look, we made an alliance, we formed an alliance, and we need to honor that. So also, he's kind of a cop. Yeah, yeah, he's totally. Yeah, I can yeah, also say no. Alec and uh, Luca are both hardline. We're like no. 
Like yeah. that is again, we have a violent fucking relationship currently, but if we can get past that, <laughs> like we definitely hardline on the same thought you were about. We're going to stake him within like 20 minutes of meeting him. Of course no. he doesn't like him. Oh, <laughs> I said I wasn't going to let a guy get hurt and you were like, "I'm going to knifey finger you." I mean, if you guys decide to uh, claim your domain and then afterwards just be like, "Nope, fuck you." That would be hilarious, but that's also a player choice, and I'm not going to push that. I'm just here to run whatever story insanity you throw at me. I put, like, four dots in having Jackson as friends. So that'd be a weird choice. That would be a fucking weird choice. That'd be a great choice. Which, also, circling back for the one-shot ideas, because this does involve this, what? and I can tie it back all around, a good start to an Anarch game would be how your city deals with... By the way, the Sabbat just went fucking crazy, and you have a bunch of Sabbat refugees that are like, nope, this is fucking nuts. I'm done with this. How the fuck you deal with that? Yeah. Just a big old refugee influx to your area. Oh, you mean where the Anarchs take them in? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where they're just like, fuck, 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 fuck. They're just like, we, we, just want, we just wanted to fight the prince, and now these people showed up, and like we agree on some ideas, and then other ideas are like, ah. Uh, Helping figure out. I'm having a flashback because I'm just like, oh, God, it's like talking to other leftists. Like, fuck. (sighs) I mean, there's so many things you can do in that. Helping them remember who they are, if you can do that. Helping them figure out what clan they were from. If that's something they care about. Or, you know, just the spot come in and just look at the Anarchs go, pussies. <laughs> that too. You could, you, you, there are so many things you can do with that. Yeah, and I'm just saying. Hey, honestly, they might end up just start hanging out with like the caitiff. I feel yeah. like, yeah, principles and the, the patter. Again, I told well, you, caitiff the... are a lot of the time anarchs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or or Tarkus, but yeah, I'm basically anarchs. You know, the non the, the non clan caring people or the thin bloods would be like, yeah, none of us give a shit. Right. Yeah. Right. I feel We're like just, that would be a weird. Or just here to sip hell of blood and vibe. This yeah. is an audio God medium. Nobody can see you. No, nobody can see me. Peace sign. No, no. S- no. sideways. No. Peace no. Sign. I appreciated it though. Thanks. Yeah, no. you're very pretty. Mm, well, yeah. So that outside of just the anarchs, does anyone have anything else they want to say about the sects? I think I've already said my piece. That you know, again, I started this whole podcast out being like support of the best, and I was like, um, I was wrong. And again, I was so turbo wrong, at least in V5 points, that I'm going to keep reiterating that. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just like, yeah, this, you know, just write the write the chronicle that works best for your table. If the Camarilla is going to be better for running your story, fucking run the fucking Camarilla. If the having the Sabat involved in a serious way works more for the story you want to tell, fucking go for it. And if being uh, Anarchs works for you, cool. Yeah. There's there's not really a lot of right and wrong ways to write or run a story outside of, you know, fucking just making sure everybody's cool with what's going on. Yeah. And even if you're going to write a game that is of a specific group, doesn't mean you can't have players who write characters who are like, in your cam game, who are like secretly undercover lovers with the, you know, Anarchs or... Yeah. Or double agent or... Don't really give a shit. Yeah, yeah. Just like, they can have ulterior motives. Yeah. Just because you're saying we're playing a Camarilla game doesn't mean that's all your players can make. It just means that's what our main focus is going to be. Yeah. Mm. That's that's the framework of the story, and you can go from there. You don't have to be fucking elbow deep into the Seneschal. Again, unless they want to, and that's your thing. 
I will say um, about the sex, going back to that part, um, yeah. I really like that in Old World, at least to me, it kind of felt like all these, the sex were kind of nebulous. They didn't really have like a hard line. This is what we, <clears throat> this is what we are. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they did a good job of kind of solidifying them into the ideas that kind of embody them, if that makes sense. Yeah. You read the cam book and you're just like, oh, okay, yeah, they are very like, we are keeping our power structure how it is, and this is the power structure. And I feel like it, it more s- concretely explained that for these three. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely does. Yeah, it's so like if you've got a game that you want to talk about, like authoritarianism, like Camry is a good way to do it. If you want to have a game where you're talking about liberation or personal freedoms and anarchs are a good way to go about that. And- yeah, as John <laughs> says, just the cam feels a lot like... You know, society is a bottom text ladder. You will climb it. Mm-hmm. We live in a society. Bottom text. I waited until this episode to say it. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Hey. I'm surprised you uh, that made it past all the Joker. Yeah, I know, right? No, I <laughs> no. waited. I was good. I was a good girl. Well, no, I... I 100% felt that it would be better to bring up the fact that I'm like, no, Mad Max, they have some fucking, like, ideals. They have some structure on Well, it would depend on which roving gang you're dealing with, because some have more of like a, a, a kind of an enclave collective society, and some are just roving bands of, I am the biggest and most powerful, therefore I get all of the gas and the butt boys. And yeah, the BDSM community that had some problems at the end of the world. Yeah. It doesn't seem like a bad deal. Look, it's gas just Austra- and butt boys? Yeah, gas and butt boys. I mean, that's just Australia. <laughs> Gas and butt boys? Australian viewers, we love you. No, I do. I love Australia. Do we have Australian Please come on the show. Tell us more about gas and butt boys. Um, Uh, What is the frequency of dingoes kidnapping babies? Aww. That's just rude. The butt boys is not rude, but the dingoes kidnapping... That's because Mad Max is a national treasure. One is a stereotype. One is just some boys with that ass. And you know what? I am here to support goth boys and fishnets. I need to get my fishnets back. You do. We need to get you some fishnets. Yes. Yes. So I guess uh, thanks to Paralyze. Yeah, thank yeah. you. We So we've been running a lot of polls over on our Patreon. Uh, if you go and support us over there, you get a voting voice in what we do here on the show. Um, for our clans episode, we decided to make it fun and we let the people over on our Patreon each pick a clan and then we made a public poll out of it so they... And the ones that don't get picked this time are going to roll forward. And uh, one of us might throw one on there that we're, we got some itchy ideas for. But um, they also, I also am writing a one shot for this show that we're going to do some bonus episodes down the road. Uh, we're currently playtesting that with our patrons and some of the other people in our Discord server. Um, but our patrons also got to vote on like the theme and topic that I was going to be writing for. Yeah. So gonna continue doing that in the future if that's something you're interested go ahead and check out our patreon or our discord our discord is completely free to join and there's new people joining every day just a lot of chat help people making characters together yeah talking about yeah sharing story stuff sharing memes sharing pets about their current games their future games talking about how they've uh trained goats using science to instead of produce milk produce spider silk Mm mm-hmm that was a good to, day today. That was really a good day. You really do. It's really good. Also, just people sharing kitties and puppos in our Discord. Hello, friends. Also, um, if you have tarantulas or snakes, 
Yes. Or lizards or scorpions. They count as pets. Please post them. Yeah, all pets. Mm-hmm. Uh, Got a dumbass axolotl. Hell I yeah. cannot. Oh my god. Uh, they are. They feel weird. Yeah, they do. They feel real weird. They do. They're salamanders. They're like squishy, but salamanders are more solid than axolotls. Yeah. Also, if any of you Ax- weird axolotls kind of feel like those weird water wing kind of wiener yeah. things they give you as a kid, and you're like, is this a toy? Is this a sex object? Right. Agreed. T- turns out it's not really any of those things. <laughs> <laughs> no. It can be any of them if you try hard enough. No, I no, squish is one of those two. They don't two. hold form. They do not. I squish one of those too hard as a child and hit a TSA agent with one. Nice. <laughs> also, if any of you insane bastards are uh, keeping mantis shrimps, I want to see them and their angry little clown bastards. Yes. But yeah, uh, Hit me up about your mantis shrimp. I have some questions. Oh, yes, for sure. Same. <laughs> we we exist on the Twitter at Blank Bodies. Uh, we exist on the Instagram at Blank Bodies Pod. You can email us questions, concerns. Uh, if you uh, do anything in the vampire community, like LARP, you have a game stream, you make art, you're a fangsmith. Uh, are you actually a vampire? You can hit us up at the email at blankbodies at gmail.com. We'd love to interview you. Yes. If you're a vampire. Yeah. We've we've gotten some interesting and fun interviews so far in the can. We got some new ones in the works. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. I, I usually I usually do those. Sometimes have other people pop in, but it's fun just getting to talk to like new people. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah. Even if you got you, you're working on something for the storyteller vault and you want to talk to me about it. Oh yeah. Fucking hit me up, I'll do it. You write for any of the books? Fucking hit us up. We we will be telling and talk with you and share your info. I will also take old fluff as well. Yes. I would love to speak to any of the mage writers from the old fluff books and ask why? Why are there so many mage stories where a burgeoning awakening mage somehow has the dick game to romance the technocrat that is trying to observe them and murk them. There's at least three separate stories that have that storyline. James Bond syndrome. But... (laughs) Oh, I was going to say a magical dick. That's basically a power James Bond has, though, at this point. That's fair, yeah. I mean, depending on what era of James Bond, because if it's really early, I'm just like, I mean, that's just the power of date rape, but, you know. Y'all are assuming this these mages did anything to warrant the romance and the dick game. They just fully anime protagged into them being like, oh my god, I'm so wet. I'm so wet for this mage. I mean, I'm, I'm used to a lot of people just talking to me like that, so it's like, eh. <laughs> Horny men writing books. Yes. Um, I found it. I've discovered the secret. You did it. Speaking of horny men uh, writing books. Um, Alistair Crowley? Yeah, if you're a horny man writing a book, send me an email. I'll talk to you about it. I don't care. Yeah. You've had, if you write stories about two werewolves making sweet love and it uses the world of darkness dice system, um, also, tell me all about it. Also, Hell hard, yeah. also hard reach, but if Chuck Tingle somehow hears this, yeah, no. Contact us. We're here for you, man. I still don't even believe. know if I believe he's a real person or if he's just a like entity created by multiple ghostwriters coming up with the name Chuck Tingle. I'm kind of here for it, though, regardless. Oh, no. I, I Chuck Tingle's just a thousand monkeys with typewriters. And they're all horny. Uh, he's really... For some reason, this is reminding me of a uh, an Unknown Armies bit. 
um, that John Doe is actually like a basalt consciousness that feeds off of the energy of people dying, unknown. Mm -hmm. So like all these people named John Doe that die or that are named John Doe that die unidentified are just continuously feeding off of this thing. And its eventual goal is to uh, just wipe out humanity. Oh, it's like a tulpa? Yeah. Ah. It's an angry tulpa. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Also, I think I have another solution to your mage question. All the mage books were written by a thousand horny men practicing semen retention, and they combined the random gibberish into books. <laughs> wow. It's not even... It's the why. The person that... I'm here to observe this mage, and if it if it awakens, it will become too powerful, and I must kill it because I am a good technocrat agent. I want to fuck the shit out of it. Well, you see, the reason why is semen retention increases attractability in women aged 18 to 35. God damn it, Hunter. Your biological functions disgust me. One of my mage rituals that I have to practice is what I call testicular breathing. Um, All right, strapped in. This is bonus content (laughs) right now. All right, so we've been blank bodies, and this is a good night. No, no, no. We are no, no, continuing. No, no. Do not no, no. shut that down. Continue, Hunter. <laughs> yeah, you, so I you inhale testicular all the breathe. way. Uh, there's this Canadian politician I'll look up. He'll, he really teaches you. Okay, all right. All you right. basically, it's like, you know how people like, oh, you want to like breathe like and sing from the stomach, not from like the, the lungs. Yeah. You just keep going. You, so there's You a- breathe in like straight from the testes? No, you breathe down to the testes. Uh, like, breathe in until you feel your testes inflate a little bit. Like, you just kind of... Are you a fucking cartoon? Inflate your testes? You can kind of feel your butthole pucker if you're doing it right. Do you then exhale until your, your testes also kind of deflate? Yeah, so... Okay, all right. Uh... Hi, patrons. You're the only one that are going to get to hear this. <laughs> No, no, no. I, I kind of want this to be at the end of the episode. We wait. haven't said our goodbyes yet. Yeah, wait till people vote for me to write a mage game. Oh, God. Yeah, you're right in the mage game. Sorry. Uh, no. <laughs> what are you two? I'm not fucking doing it. Or we just won't play mage, because boo. Anyway, good night, guys. I've been John. That's Hunter. That's Sarah. That's James. Love you. Good night. Good night, night. Good night. Good night. Good night.